Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. New, new, new number 13. Yeah, how'd you Not feel about the, about the jersey change? I, I don't mind it. I mean, mm. marketing-wise, yeah, it had hurts. Everyone was sold on the 713 thing. I was too. I mean, all of our tweets, like me, yours, Crump, Storm, like all of Texans' Twitter was, oh, Stroud the Dell, Stroud the Dell, 713 connection, do, 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 713, you know? Mm-hmm. And and it just sucks that now he's number three instead of 13. Yeah, and then I was kind of surprised he didn't even go to uh, uh, back to number one. From you know U of H, so well. I mean, Jimmy Ward has number one. Oh, Jimmy Ward does have number one. Shout out to and, Jimmy Ward, the captain. And, yeah, so it is what it is. There, I don't mind number three. Still looks good. Looks Still like very dangerous. Looks, looks good. Looks good. It opens number thirteen. You know, for if for conspiracy theorists, you know, shout out to Mike Evans. Shout out to oh boy. Um. Carlos had asked Ruben, you think Nelson has been better than Stingley? At training camp, it sure it sure does look like it, in my opinion. You know, Steven Nelson came in with so much drama. You know, let's not forget was complaining about his contract, wanting more money. Uh, took a shot at Nick Casario. You can't trust the MFR who wears a sweater vest and has came into training camp, bought out, and played so well that they gave him a, uh, a little bit of a raise. So Steven Nelson has been fantastic so far in training camp for the Houston Texans. Obviously, we are waiting for it to translate into week one. Harley, week one is five days away. How excited are you? Um, I'm, I'm a little giddy, man. I am. I can't wait. Tomorrow's already Wednesday. Just feels like I was like waiting for this week to come, and it's already <clears throat> half, most, almost halfway through now. So to me, Wednesday's my halfway marker since I only work the weekdays, not mm. the weekends. Jeez. So I feel like I am already 50% done with the weekday in my work week. So I'm almost done and I'm so excited to get into some of these Texans games, man. I am. We got a lot planned. A lot planned. And, you know, this has come in the blink of an eye. You know, it feels like a couple of days ago, we were just waiting in line at training camp, waiting to see what was going to happen. And now we're waiting for week one against the Baltimore Ravens. Shout out to the Astros. Apparently, we are up right now. Um, The Houston Texans, they shared something about 40 minutes ago involving H-Town rapper Slim Thug. I'm going to go ahead and uh, play it right here. What happened? The past is the past. Tomorrow isn't a given. We are here now. The past is the past. Tomorrow isn't a given. We are here now. The past is the past. Tomorrow isn't a given. We are here now. Now, on that caption, it says, stay tuned with the Emoji eyes and the movie roll emoji. It sounds like the Houston Texans are going to be dropping another song. Yeah, that's exactly. We were talking about this before we started. We couldn't wrap our heads around it. And then you mentioned what I think it exactly is. It's Mm. a song. It has to be. 
they're making the Texans song. Slim Thug's definitely in it. Uh, we know Zero's got to be in it. He's been everywhere across the Texans, and he was there at training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Slim Thug at training camp. I'm sure Paul Wall will get his name thrown in there. All the Houston rappers will, as always. They did a song for the Rockets not too long ago, like the Fuse. So hey, it's, it's about damn. It's about damn time we get our respect. It's been 11 years since the Houston video featuring Slim Thug, Paul Wall, and Zero talked about the Houston Texans. Man, when that song came out, I was bumping that for a month straight. And then it was, you know, when you played that song before the playoff game against Mm. the Bengals, you felt different. And that was the first thing I listened to when I woke up. You know, Houston, Texas, home of the Texans. What? I was, you know, you felt like things were about to change. You had never once seen, you know, old H-Town rappers coming back and making a song. Then you saw J.J. Watt in it, Brian Cushion in it. You saw Paul Wall in the slab sliding through Curry. Bro, man, do that again, bro. And, you know, just, you know, add a little flavor. Add the Mexican OT. Ooh. You know, hottest rapper right now in H-Town. Blowing up. Shout out to the Mexican OT, man. It's like the excitement for this team has not died down, right? It's been all I cannot wait to see this team since draft night, man. Yeah, man, this is fun. It's just fun to think about. Get a song going. You get the vibes back up again. You're ready for week one. All right, man, let's let, let's get it on, man. We got the Baltimore Ravens. You get the song going. You get the crowd with you. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's not a home game. We all know it's not. Mm-hmm. It's at Baltimore. But, man, it's just good to see some Texans football finally back, man. So we're going to go watch it somewhere or what? Yeah, you know, we, you know, chat, let us know if, if anybody is here in Houston or willing to make a trip to Houston, if y'all are down to go meet up somewhere, watch this Texans mm-hmm. game against the Ravens. If anybody is down in the chat, let us know. And if we get enough people, then, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do something. Mm. Let's, let's see what we got. But for, for right now, we don't have nothing planned, but nothing. that can change yeah. within the span of 30 minutes. If this chat gets popping about it, then let's get it on. No, let's go ahead and do that, man. I am so excited to see the Houston Texans against the Baltimore Ravens. But it will be with the entirely different offensive line. What a beautiful segue that was. The Houston Texans could potentially be without three starting offensive linemen. No Kenyon Green. He was lost for the season. No Drew Scruggs. He is out with the hamstring injury for the first four weeks of this season. And then right tackle Titus Howard, according to Aaron Wilson, he was practicing today, but still had the club on his left hand. We don't know if he's going to be ready by week one. Aaron Wilson also said in that quote that expect George Fant to be starting at right tackle if Titus Howard cannot go. Harley, you know, it's a little, I wouldn't say discouraging, but I'm a little less confident going into this game against the Baltimore Ravens. You are thinking you are going 100% ready. You are throwing rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud out there, going against a 
very good Baltimore Ravens defense. They were fifth in the NFL in sacks last year. They get to the quarterback like nobody's business, and the Houston Texans will be without potentially three of their starting offensive linemen. Yeah, that's a rough one, man. The injury bug is biting you at the mm. wrong time, and it's mm. the beginning of the season, and that that's hurtful for a young team. You know, a bad loss can change the trajectory and the morale of a young team. Now, I am confident that even if it's a bad loss, which I don't expect, um, but I'm confident that our new head coach, D'Amico Ryans, can right the ship. He can right a wrong. You know, if it is a bad loss, I could see a D'Amico Ryan say, hey, you know, next play mentality. That was always preached to us all the time. Next play mentality is a thing that D'Amico could probably could obviously use. Um, he's a guy. He's a motivator. You know, that's what he does. He motivates people. He's a leader. Yeah. All right. And the Houston Texans, sure, they're going down <clears throat> without Kenyon Green, Juice Scruggs, and maybe Titus Howard. Um, Aaron Wilson did put out that uh, Fant could be your right tackle. Uh, he also had mentioned Josh Jones at left guard and then Kendrick Green at center. But then we get an unofficial depth chart, mm. and the center position is James Patterson, mm. not Kendrick Green. Aaron Wilson, buddy, come on now. So for those of you who don't know, like Harry just mentioned, the unofficial depth chart was released, and your starting offensive line unofficially would be Laramie Tunsil, Josh Jones, Jared Patterson, Shaq Mason, and Titus Howard. So two out of the you know three potential starters that are out there. But Jared Patterson is surprising. You know, you would have thought it was – Kendrick Green, I I expected to be Kendrick Green, you know, someone who started in his rookie year at center was a, you know, man, you know what's crazy, dude. Going off of last, you know, last podcast, and we talked about Kenyon Green, and earlier today I was going through our text messages, and he's and and it was a matter of when, not if, Kenyon Green was going to have this surgery or be put on IR. And I'm just thinking, to replace Kenyon Green, we brought in a guy in Kendrick Green who started off as a center, was a healthy scratch all of last year for whatever reason, and this year in training camp was practicing at fullback. Josh Jones, who we traded for from the Arizona Cardinals, played all over the offensive line. And it's like... We did not do enough to prepare for this Kenyon Green injury. It felt like we were just hoping that he didn't get hurt. And it came back to bite us in the butt. And, you know, when I look at this unofficial depth chart and I see the guy that you traded for, not even in the starting lineup, but it's Jared Patterson. I'm just thinking, what are we doing here? And it's just, um, like I said, I don't feel as confident going into this game against the Baltimore Ravens with this new Houston Texans offensive line? Yeah, I don't either. I don't know how much confident I would have felt, even if it was Kendrick Green. Um, we've seen a lot of low lights from him all over Twitter where it, it, he just doesn't look good. Now, to keep the glass half full, per se, you know, maybe 
Uh, Kendrick Green supposedly is a scheme fit here. He fits the scheme better, um, whereas he didn't in Pittsburgh, changes scenery, you know, yada, yada, yada. We've heard this a thousand times from a struggling player going on to a new team rather quickly. We've heard it all the time. And, you know, I think we might get a better point of view whenever we have the Believe in Ravens guys mm. come and share their perspective as we will be having the Believe in Ravens team uh, connecting with us, the Believe in Texans guys. Make sure you're tapped in. If you're not, go ahead, hit that follow button for the Believe in Texans podcast. Anywhere where you stream all your podcasting platforms, just type in B-L-E-A-V, Believe in Texans. Go ahead and hit that download button. You're not going to want to miss that episode. Now, and we are going to need you guys in that chat room supporting H-Town, supporting head coach D'Amico Ryans. They are going to have the Ravens flock in there as well. And we need the Houston Texans Nation there. What do we call ourselves? The Texans Nation? I don't really know. I've never really found a clever nickname. <laughs> like, Man. Texan Nation? Like, Okay. It's okay. It's a little boring. Right. You, you can do it's some vanilla. Meat. Yeah, right. Like it's, it's it's like it's like fat feed vanilla. You know, like it's not even <laughs> it's not even the, the the fatty vanilla. Like it's just fat free. Like I need I need a good I need a better nickname. I was mm. gonna say gooder. What in the world, gooder? I was gonna say, well, we need a better nickname than Texan Nation. Like I mean, where's our bulls at? Like nah, I can't. Nah. nah. Feel like I'm Chicago Bulls, you know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We got to think of something. Stampede. Where's my Stampede at? Stampeders. Stamp- <laughs> no, I don't no, just, no, doesn't ring good. No, no. Um, Texas Nation. It is. <laughs> shout out to Texas Nation. Hashtag We Are Texans, man. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Tank Dell was going to do for us. Yes. Also on the unofficial depth chart, your starting punter, wide receiver Tank Dell. Now we saw that I'm sorry, punt returner. Now we saw <laughs> that full in full effect against the Saints, made multiple Saints defenders miss, took it to about the 45 yard line. And anytime your punter can give the offense an extra 20 to 30 yards, you are just salivating at the mouth. It makes things much easier for you. Those are, you know, high energy type of plays. Everyone gets excited when the punt returner gets loose. Harley Tank Dell. Punt returner number one unofficially for the Houston Texans. How are you feeling? I'm excited. Mm. I am excited for all the Houston Texans fans that uh, are not repping Houston Cougars. You know, shout out to my Cougs, by Ooh, the way. I was taking there. care of business against the Road Runners. Taking care of business. Had to take out some light work. Mm. All right, rocking my Oilers blue jerseys oh man were they sweet sure well, it might not have been that defense is legit we mm-hmm. did our thing the offense is a work in progress 17 14 hey man you stop on our midfield guess what happened take your asses out beat y'all behind the shed how about that utsa it was a house coos house it was a it was a it was a not a not a pretty game like i said i was there it was hot. I was in a section that was getting beamed by the sun. However, those uniforms look absolutely sexy, man. And, you know, it. I was talking to my friend Jacob, and shout out to Caleb, the one who got us the tickets. But Jacob was like, 
Can you imagine if the Houston Texans were able to get back this, you know, this this blue? Because when you looked in the crowd, you saw Warren Moon jerseys, mm. Dan Pastorini jerseys, mm. Earl Camber jerseys. Mm. And I'm just like, man, that it it feels great. And when and when the sun went down and the lights were turned on, that powder blue was highlighted, man. And you could see it. And it was a fun game to be at. The Cougars got the win. You know, both QBs, multiple interceptions. That Houston, Texas defense has some dogs on them, man. But shout out to the Cougs for getting a very impressive win. Um, but like you said, dude, Tank Dell is going to be special. And it seems like the Houston Texans are giving him opportunities to go out there and be like that. He's electric, man. We all know this. We saw it in training camp. He's going to do magnificent things in the punt return game. Mm-hmm. My qu- my biggest question is when will they take him off punt return duties? Because at some point this year, he is going to become too valuable for you as a wide receiver mm. that you should not risk the injuries that can happen when he's on special teams. When will that happen at some point during the year? Because I look at this wide receiver group, and there's a reason why we've cried for a Mike Evans, for a T. Higgins, for whatever wide receiver fill-in-the-blank that's coming out in this draft. My goodness, this, this draft class for wide receiver could be loaded. You know, there's reasons why we're crying for it because – it's sad to say that a rookie in Tank Dell mm-hmm. is your best wide receiver on this group by a landslide, to be honest. It's not even close what he can do compared to Robert Woods, John Mechie, Nico Collins, Noah Brown. It's not fair. So when does his value now outweigh the potential means of him as a special teamer? No, that's a great question. I'm going to say <laughs> after his first big hit. Yeah, I'm gonna say after his first big hit, <laughs> you know, sense. head coach D'Amico Ryan's looks at that and says, "Look, kid, I know you want to be out there, but can't have you out there." Hey, shout out to Houston, man. We finally got some rain. Um, oh my goodness, months, months without rain here in H Town, Texans YouTube connection. Yes, sir, David Williams, two of the best out here to do it, man. We will be having more guests once the season gets on. Like Harley said, we are going to have Believe in Ravens here tomorrow. We're trying to get our boy Landry Locker on the show. You know, shout Mm. out to Landry Locker doing this thing. Just had a baby. But going to bring you guys consistent content um, and almost every other day content, man. So make sure you guys are tapping him. Yeah, man. Keon Coleman had had an absolute dog. Hey, what about Travis Hunter? Dude, can play both ways. Corner and wide receiver. Oh man, 130 snaps, bro. That whole Colorado situation is gonna get worse and worse every game that Deion Sanders win. <laughs> and I was so excited that he basically got 75% of his people to transfer to Colorado. No one believes believed in Deion Sanders or his son no. or this team until they just Absolutely took it to a team that went to the Natty last year, TCU, first ranked 16, now Colorado ranked 22. And how long until Deion Sanders is coaching in the NFL? 
Whoa, whoa. I don't see him as an NFL coach. I, I, I don't I, see it. The spotlight just gets bigger, man. And Yeah, I, oh, mean, I know. It's, the money it's gets gonna, gross, too. I saw um, a tweet today that says, how long until he's the Cowboys head coach? And I was oh, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Now, see, now I have to root against him. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Travis it Kelsey. don't matter what the Cowboys do. They are not. I'm just not going to do it, man. They are an accident waiting to happen, uh, as old Stephen A. says. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he did say he doesn't want to coach in the NFL, but I just I just don't know. He's prime time, man. And it's true. It's he true. looks good in front of that camera, bro. He makes you want to run through a brick wall whenever he talks. Shout out to college oh, yeah. football this oh, weekend, yeah. man. A great weekend. That's how you start off a mm. football football mm. season. As we look forward to week one against the Baltimore Ravens, the Houston Texans have named their captains for this season. Now, on two of them, on your defensive side, Jalen Petrie, Jimmy Ward, no surprise there. I think Jimmy Ward was going to be captain from the get-go, captain of the defense, and pretty much the whole entire Texans team following D'Amico Ryan's here. You know, Jalen Petrie was the only bright spot on the Houston Texans defense last year. Has had a fantastic training camp so far. I I have no issue with those two being captains. My bad. That was a bad time to drink water. Yeah, no, I have no problem with both safeties being the captains. I mean, I felt like this was obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, we all knew Jimmy Ward was going to be a captain. Just how he talks about himself, how he carries himself. Um, he just – Jimmy Ward just looks like a football player. Like he mm-hmm. was born to play football. Like I just – I can't see him in any other sport. He just looks like a guy that was born to play football i know guys like that i know guys that just they don't matter they go out on that football field and they're different Mm -hmm. and that's jimmy ward he's really really good free agency pickup super stoked all texans fans are stoked to see him this year jalen petrie who seems to be on the verge of superstardom i mean what he did in training camp to all the way to the the game against the Miami Dolphins. Well, not the game, but the, uh, oh my goodness, practice. joint practice to end joint practice, which was such a low that it was ending on. And he says, nope, I got you. Put the team on my back. I got it. My backpack big enough. Goes out there, pick six to a tug Tells him, go home. F you. Expletive thrown. The whole Houston Texans defense side, the team just dogpiles him. Mm. Fun time. You can obviously see that Jalen Petrie and Jimmy Ward are going to be the heart and soul of this Texans defense, if not this Texans team. But with a heart and a soul, you still need a leader. Mm. You got two other captains that are on the offensive side. You got two other captains on the offensive side, one of them being Laramie Tunsil, who you just gave a three-year, $75 million extension, absolutely deserves it. 
looking for his first All-Pro. You know, Laramie Tunsil has been one of the few Houston Texans players from the get-go saying, this is going to turn right. He mm-hmm. endorsed D'Amico Ryans. He's been on the Pat McAfee show many times talking about D'Amico, talking about Nick Casario, CJ Stroud, saying he believes in what we are doing. Um, he was on the uh, podcast with Ryan Clark and company a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, and he said, I could see myself holding the Lombardi here in Houston. That is one of my goals. Like, <sighs> like Laramie Tunsil was one of the best left tackles in football. And if he believes it, man, I'm going to believe it, too. This is a work in progress, and he knows that. That's why I'm ex- I'm so excited for this season from Laramie Tunsil. Your other captain, mm. the guy you took with the number two overall pick in this year's draft, mm. C.J. Stroud, step up to the mic. This is your team. This is your city. And you are captain. Of the Houston Texans. I don't have any issue with this. I've seen a lot of people have issues with it. I go on Facebook. That is a treacherous place to be at for Houston Texans content. Um, no issue with CJ Stroud being named the captain. None whatsoever. Start with LT. It was absolutely fun watching him on the Pivot podcast. Uh, man, that was great. I mean, it gives you chills. Him talking the way he did. You know, it it just makes me think about how just a few years ago we were like, hey, we could trade this guy to the Bengals and get a first-round pick for him, you know, a late first-round pick. And, hey, I was on board with it. I just thought that he was not interested in playing football here in Houston. You know, I thought that he'd rather go to a winning team. You know, Mm -hmm. I just thought that just felt like that's what it was, you know. So I'm glad that I'm wrong about that, and I'm glad – to hear those words come out of his mouth, it made me feel completely different, which I already was on LT, but that solidified it in my opinion. I got more excited to hear him talk about H-Town and talk about raising a Lombardi here, and that is the ultimate goal for any uh, NFL player. But when it comes to LT, he's a little bit different in terms of his character Mm. in regards to other football guys, Um, so it was good to hear that. C.J. Stroud, though, number seven, wearing the C on his chest. Uh, Man, I mean, what else is there to say? You picked him at number two. We were all hyped on draft day when we got C.J. Stroud because we finally have hope again. Mm. And that hope is there at number seven. He's your captain. We've heard the players throughout training camp basically reference him as QB1. Mm-hmm. before there was ever a QB1 or <clears throat> competition whatsoever. Shout out to Davis Mills. Shout out to the Mills Mafia. They're crying somewhere, buddy. Titus Howard had mentioned it many times. He mentioned CJ Shroud as a QB1. He implied it, never said it. Mm-hmm. Texans players followed. Texans players also mentioned how CJ Shroud was very um, – talkative during uh the 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 practice sessions Mm -hmm. whether it was him talking trash whether it was him the way he commanded the huddle whatever it was cj stroud was always mentioned by not only you know young guys but the veterans and the veterans had good things to say about him and it felt more than just like 
you know, coach speak or just like a written line. Mm. Like it felt more than that, you know, because there's always you're always going to defend your teammates. Like yeah. that's, just, that's just what you're going to feed the media. Oh, yeah. The Davis Mills, he's fantastic. You know, you're, you're going to always say that. But it felt a little different when it was C.J. Stroud out there. I'm glad that we got hope back here in Houston. I'm glad that he's the one that is representing the hope. And I hope <laughs> that everything works out just fine. It all starts Sunday for the beginning of what we want to be a long career here for him in H-Town. You know, what's so crazy is I look at last year's captains. Brandon Cooks, Oof. Davis Mills, Oof. John Weeks, Oof. Old Man Jerry Hughes, God. and Christian Kirksey. Two of those guys not even on the roster. The quarterback is now a backup here. That was what we had to hype up, bro. That was what we had to look forward to. And Lovey Smith, we trust. That was what they said. Not me. And, to, <laughs> and it's even captains now. They make sense, right? Yes. Jimmy Ward, Jalen uh, Petrie, Laramie Tunstall, and my rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Man, bring me the Baltimore Ravens. You know, um, Harley, we could give a little preview. How are you feeling about the game? All right. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm a little worried. <laughs> Not to de derail the hype that we have been on for the last 20 minutes and some change. But I am a little worried, mm. and not so much defensive. Well, a little bit defensively because Lamar Jackson is always fun to watch. Um, that is a huge task for this Texans defense that we just we haven't seen on the field yet. Sure, you can say what you want about three preseason games. D'Amico Ryan's is now calling these plays. He's your defensive coordinator slash head coach. How is this going to affect him if it does? Um, I do have faith in him. I have a lot of faith in DeBico to per se that, but you know, I do believe that he can wear both hats and he can do both effectively. Um, the defense, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews is going to play. Um, you have Odell Beckham Jr., you have Zay Flowers, you have a healthy JK Dobbins on that team as well. Isaiah likely is the backup tight end, you can't forget about him either. And not only can you not forget about any of those guys, you also can't forget that Lamar Jackson can not only pass the ball a lot better now than he did before, but he can hurt you with his legs. Mm. And that is something that uh, it is tough to replicate in practice. Mm -hmm. You don't have anybody that can replicate that, regardless of the old quote from David Coley having Jeff Driscoll be your Lamar Jackson replicate. Jeff Driscoll was very athletic. Very. That boy could play. That boy, man, they pay, They played him at tight end. Woo-wee. Shout out to Julian V. Shout out to shout out to Jeff Driscoll. Hey, his, you know, his, his throw to Amara Rogers, Texans legend, Ooh. is just... Dude, you know what's crazy, bro, is <laughs> I go back 
and I look at some of some of our victories, and I'm like, damn, we really had some motherfuckers. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, some <laughs> we really had some MFers at the end of their career or journey. You know, Nate Washington, Derek Mason. Oh my god. Ooh, to go back. He's Tyler Johnson. Ew. Ugh. Man, wow. I forgot about that guy. Oh my God. We've, we've had some bums at wide receiver besides Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Kevin Walter. A few years of Will Fuller. Man, Will Fuller, healthy, bro. Oh, that, boy. that. Boy, fantasy stud for me. I had him when he played against the Falcons, and I started him. And Hopkins, oh my goodness gracious, what a what a fantasy week that was! He dropped like forty five points or whatever. Oh, Shout out man. to fantasy football, Harley. Um, are you so we're in the same fantasy football league? Mm. How confident you are, you team? Um, I'm somewhat confident. I'm like a I'm a good six out of ten, I'd say. Okay, I feel a lot better when uh. Jonathan Taylor gets traded to the Miami Dolphins Mm. and he becomes their starting running back and he's their only running back option because Mm. he is on my team. And I would very much like that with touchdown machine, James Conner, Miles Sanders. We'll see what I can get from him this year. Um, He was great last year, but he's not been good many years before that. So uh, we'll see fantasy football guys. Anybody that wants to chime in, you know, Shout out to Jalen Hurts as my Jacoby QB. Kobe Jones. Man. All I think of is that damn Ravens game in the that playoffs. Super Bowl, buddy. Almost won the MVP. Nah, screw him, bro. My I fantasy football him. team, their name is the Riley Reed option. Mm. My starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins. I drafted him very late. I feel like I have two studs at, ba- at running back, Josh Jacobs. Okay. And... James Cook. I'm very high on James Cook with the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. Okay. Wide receivers, Justin Jefferson. Uh, that's easy. A.J. Brown. Okay, okay. Keenan Allen. Mm. My mm. tight end is Evan Ingram, and I'm finishing it off with the Steelers defense. I'm I'm about a six. I'm about a six. Yeah. Right? Uh, one of my sleepers who I'm expecting to just win the league for me is George Pickens. So yeah, I yeah. I am excited to see what George Pickin gives me this year. Second year receivers are always doing well in this league. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I got Garrett Wilson on my team. Bastard, I was trying to get him and you snagged him. I got Stephon Diggs and then two picks later, boom, Garrett Wilson. Because mm. they, they picked Nick Chubb, who I was gonna grab. So it was like, I mean, I'd rather go get Garrett Wilson than mm. Get any of these other running backs. I didn't really like them too much. So hey, got Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, we gonna we gonna have that. Garrett Wilson gonna have himself a year. Final episode of Hard Knocks is tonight. Mm. Excited for that as well. Um, but going back to the game against the Baltimore Ravens, it's gonna be D'Amico's defense against that Baltimore's offense, and I think this is gonna be the real true test of this swarm mentality. Mm-hmm. Right. The last time we saw this defense go against a very good offense was against the Miami Dolphins. And it wasn't a great showing at train. I'm sorry, at the preseason game, but also during training camp as well. You know, the two practices that me and Hardy were there, 
the Miami Dolphins was the the winner of the day. So this game against the Baltimore Ravens is, you know, is huge for D'Amico Ryans, man. It is. The defense has got a tall task, like I said already. Um, you know, so it is what it is, what they have to do. They know what they got to do. Mm-hmm. And the whole offense stirs around Lamar Jackson. The biggest thing that I want to know, and, and we'll obviously get with the Believe in Ravens guys, but I want to know their confidence level on their new offensive coordinator. He came mm-hmm. from Georgia. He has zero NFL experience. Um, how is he going to make this work? It does feel like it should be relatively easy, but they had Greg Roman, and Greg Roman is, you can say whatever you want about him, but he's experienced, mm. and he's had success in this league before. You would have thought that he could have made this work, and it just didn't seem like it happened. Mm. So with that being said, solid team there. Very solid team. My goodness. Tyreek Hill, Monroe St. Brown, and Drake London. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a solid team. Um, Altuve is putting on a clinic, Mr. Johnny Lambo. Boys, two home runs for Mr. Jose Altuve. Six nothing last I checked against the Rangers. Yep, still six nothing. And he's only bottom of the second, top mm. of the third. Oh, yeah. Talk about whooping that ass, huh? I talk about you know what let, let, let's continue with the believe in Texans before I overtake believe in Astros with Jeff Blum and Jeff Balky. Don't forget to tune into them for believe in Astros where you can find us as well on believe in Texans anywhere where you stream all your podcasting platforms. Jose Altuve is not human, and not. <laughs> you know he's like okay. So the way I'm gonna tell my kids about Tom Brady and mm. LeBron James. I'm going to have to talk about that like with Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve might be one of the best hitters at second base in all of baseball. You're a MVP, Mm. a two-time champion, and you're not done yet. Mm. Jose Altuve could end his career being one of the best baseball players ever. Ooh, yeah, I love hearing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give, Give me all of that ice cream. Serve it up. He's the best second baseman in baseball history. Mm. Easy. Easy. There isn't nobody, nobody better than Jose Altuve in baseball history. I'll go throw out playoff numbers if you really want to get into it. You can say bang, bang this, buzzer, buzzer this. Yeah. Yeah, we cheated. Yeah. Yeah, and we won that title too. How about that, huh? Where's it at? It's still down here in H-Town. Jose Altuve is the GOAT for a reason, and he will be arguably one of the best baseball players to ever play. And the biggest thing about it is he is shorter than me and you. Yes. (laughs) A guy who was cut multiple times by the Houston Astros, met one of the coaches in the parking lot crying, saying, give me a chance. Um, James Harden. um, Shout out to James Harden. Yes, sir. Altuve didn't cheat. He's innocent. Yes. When the report came out on the amount of times the trash can was banged at the batters when they were up at bat, Jose Altuve was down on the list. I think it was less than five, maybe even less than that. And they asked the former players about Altuve, and they said he will get pissed off 
if he heard that trash bang when he was up at bat. This dude didn't cheat. And even if he did, I don't give a damn. Mm. Uh, Martin Maldonado mm. just homered right now, 8-0 Astros. You know, put in a clinic on the Texans Rangers, man. I hate the Rangers more than the Yankees, honestly, yes. right? They didn't switch that playoff series during Hurricane Harvey. They're the mm. main ones talking trash, right? I think they uh, – uh, one one Rangers insider put out that this is the uh, the best ballpark to play against Altuve in, and then that same night Altuve, he hit for the cycle. You know, oh, yeah. just, just, man, I am, I think Jose Altuve just hit another home run. No way. No way. Oh, my goodness gracious. The more we talk, the more he home runs he's going to hit. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if he did or not. I can't, I haven't got no update. 9-0, Jose Altuve, Jeez. homers to center field. We're going to have to clip this, dude. <laughs> Yeah, we're clipping this. You'll send me the video afterwards. But uh, like Mr. James Harden says, send their ass back to Arlington. Oh, wait, they already in Arlington. You know what? They might as well just stop playing for the rest of the year because the Astros are baptizing them. We're sorry to get on our Astros rant. We're huge Houston fans. Score prediction real quick for the Houston Texans off the top of the dome. Ravens beat us. I'm going to go Ravens. 27-17. That, that's perfect. Ravens beat us. They do. And I'm going to say, you know, I hope the Houston Texans get more than 13 points. That will be the yeah. goal for me <laughs> offensive-wise. Um, here's the thing. This Baltimore team is legit. And they are going to have a chance to go to the playoffs and prove themselves. They have a former MVP. Their wide receiving core, Zay Flowers, OBJ, I mean, it's special. Mark Andrews might be one of the best tight ends in the league. So what you are going to want to see from this Houston Texans team, show some heart. Show what they didn't show all of last year. Yeah. And what the offense, you want to see, if you could get the run game going, you want to see what year two of Damian Pierce is going to give you? Because Damian Pierce, mm-hmm. he is looking to run some people over. I'm pretty sure Damian Pierce is expecting himself to have almost 110-plus yards out there. Yeah. With the defense, man, it's going to be can you contain Lamar Jackson, the former MVP? It is going to be tough, right? But what a what a better showing of what you are going to get from this Houston Texans team. Oh, I don't – yeah. Are y'all really fans? I'm H-Town till I drown, brother. Been here yeah, since man. the beginning. Still will be here. No matter if this team loses, right? Past two years, only seven wins. I've been here. Harley's mm-hmm. been here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, man, I've been here. I, I, we were there every single training camp public. We were there to every single one of them. I do not want to hear whether or not I am a real fan. So I sweated my ass off since 5 a.m. And people know because I posted it on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can go and scroll at the lead underscore H-O-U, and you can scroll in there and see all the videos I post about the Texans, all the posts that I had of us in training camp. I was there since 5 in the morning, 5.30, 6 in the morning sometimes. The latest I ever was was 6.30, and I felt bad. 
Mm. But I'm telling you right now, there is no, there is not a bigger Texans fan than the two you are looking at right here. And shout out to anybody that doesn't want it, that isn't comfortable speaking on the platform. I appreciate all of the Texans fans that are diehards as well, that don't showcase it as much as we do. You know, I appreciate all my Houston fans. Sure. Do I want the Texans to win? Absolutely. Um, Realistically, I just don't see it happening. The Ravens Mm -hmm. on paper are a better team than the Houston Texans. If that's a wrong statement, then apologies. Oh, well, but the Baltimore Ravens breaking news are better at football as of right now than the Houston Texans. Now, yes, they have a first-year OC, but we have a first-year head coach, DC combination, and first-year OC in Bobby Slowick, rookie quarterback. The offensive line is not at 100%. We don't know what we're going to get. We are definitely excited. Mm -hmm. We have the players to complete the tall task. That can happen and upset the Baltimore Ravens, dare I might say, that we do that, I'm not sold on it. I'm just mm. not. Sorry. I appreciate it. Just not sold. Jack Eubank says it, I mean, the best way I could say it right now. Yeah. I care about week two. <laughs> and I don't think anyone put the Houston Texans winning this game against the Baltimore Ravens. If you, If we somehow did, I am smashing. We're going to the playoffs. We're going to the Super Bowl. This team is special. Realistically, I think it'll be a tough game against the Baltimore Ravens. But I think week two against the Colts, Anthony Richardson Mm. versus C.J. Stroud, Mm. a division game, a home game, the first time Houston fans will open its doors to C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, Will Anderson Jr., that is going to be the game that you are winning, and I am expecting the Houston Texans to win. Yeah, I'm expecting a week two win. We'll definitely get into that as we, we might have some some believing Colts guys maybe in our future for week two. That should be fun. Interdivisional talk is always fun because the trash talk is a little more trashier, and it's always great to get into it. But uh, we'll stay on week one. I don't think the Texans are winning, mm-hmm. but hey, maybe our opinions change come Friday. We'll never know. Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll do a because uh, we're going to be back Friday and give you guys a full preview, you know, of the game. We're going to match up quarterbacks, match up O line, wide receiving group, and really break it down, man. So I'm excited. Um, the work just started. Make sure you guys are tamping in at the lead underscore Houston Harley. Tell them where they can find you. Just like you said, search it into all the social media engines at the lead underscore Houston. Check me out on YouTube. I'm almost at 4,100 subscribers. We are on Mm. the way to 5,000 subscribers. It's been a little bit of a crawl lately, Mm. Um, but we we are definitely going to get back on it with the games coming up. Got some pre-gaming that we're going to have for the Ravens and Texans game. No, I do not mean alcohol-wise. I do mean video-wise. And then I will have my reactions as to the post-game. If anybody is on Twitter, we will be hosting spaces as much as we can. 
pregame spaces, halftime spaces, postgame spaces, many as possible. So make sure you're tapped into those. Um, and that's, that's basically what I got to sell. Don't forget to check out the Believe in Texans podcast. B-L-E-A-V, Believe in Texans podcast. You will find myself. You will find Mr. 713 Ruben, as we always do, trying to keep you with the latest updates on all Houston Texans news, rumors, silliness, coaches, slim thug. It doesn't matter. We'll keep you updated. You can just type in 713 Houston Sportcast in the search bar for me, boys. Like Harley said, we are going to keep up the content. And as we get ready for week one, it feels like it's already like middle of the season for us here, man. So stay tuned for the content. <laughs> but Nick says... Um, our Texans are going to be booty this year. Hey, what do we know? What do we know? Nonetheless, guys, thank y'all for being a part of today's live. And we will be back Friday night to preview the Houston Texans week one matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. Pitiful. Pitiful. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.